thank you for joining us on The Skeptic Sidekick, where we delve into ancient societies, the ghosts, the paranormal, UFOs, all looking at it from the perspective of the true believer and from the skeptic perspective. Joining me, my partner, my co-host, my sibling, Kimber Rodriguez. Myself, I am Richard Gregg. And again, let's look into being the skeptic psychic. Hello, and thank you once again for coming to the skeptic psychic. I am, of course, your host, Richard Gregg. And with me is the wonderful, talented, funny, courageous, brave, clean, reverend, wonderful sister, Kimber Rodriguez. Hey, how's it going? Doing fine. And it's going to be you and I uh, today. So what are we going to talk about? We are talking about portals. Portals. Yes. What are they? Eating domains, uh, doorways, or are we talking about the generalization of the the parallel openingness of the fortuitous and exciting world of the other realms? Well, we will be talking about what portals are, where they can be found, just all stuff portals today. We'll let Mr. Osborne find the portals to hell. We're just going to talk about the other ones. Yes. Yes. So, portals have been known by a variety of names, such as stargates, gateways, wormholes, and wells. Also, ice and roses bridges, and they can take many forms, ranging from mirrors, bodies of water, circles made of rock, fairy mushroom rings, inner space, and outer space. Also, they supposedly exist both inside and outside of time. Every type of portal, I'm sorry, for every type of portal, there are thousands of stories, myths, folklore, traditions, oral histories, modern science, experiments, that have tried not only to prove they exist, but also to speculate on how they, I'm sorry, to speculate on parallel worlds they may lead to. Well, you know, the portals figure probably in fantasy novels, ancient mythology, and scientific research. Countless stories have begun by ripping holes in the fabric of reality and pulling the protagonist and us, the readers or viewers, Take a look a couple of centuries, but tells of Alice uh, and her wonderful adventures in Wonderland, the magical wardrobe leading to Narnia, and Ebenezer Scrooge being whisked away in one night into his past, present, and future. More modern tales include Philip Pullman's His Dark Material books, or even the magical platform Nine and Three Quarters from the Harry Potter series. Even the modern day idea of a time machine is literally a portal taking us a ride within the worlds of Herbert George Wells. Yes. I mean, the oldest written word we have in portals all dates back to the 4,000-year-old Sumerian tale of the Epic of Gilgamesh, in which our title hero travels through a motor portal to the land of the gods. Yes, they're also popular on screen with movies such as being John Malkovich, in which a doorway is opened into his own mind. Also in Fields of Dreams, a man discovers a portal that opens thanks to the baseball diamond he builds in a cornfield. If you build it, they will come. And 
that sort of opened up a portal between the real world and the spiritual world. Also, the movie and TV show Stargate has a portal that goes through dimensions and different planets. And even Doctor Who has uh, been slipping through the universe and even parallel ones, thanks to some wibbly, wobbly, timely, wimely stuff. Yes, his portal. His TARDIS is sort of a portal because it's bigger on the inside. Yes, and it takes him to all these cool places. Yes. Well, if we're going to look at that, then we could say also that Bill and Ted in the phone booth would be a portal that whips them through the different times. Yes. On a most triumphant journey they have. Oh, yes. And most audacious time do they have with those babes. Yes. While there are so many mediums filled with stories of portals to parallel dimensions, there is also the real belief that in some Central American countries, Mesoamerican crystal skulls are believed to be portals to other worlds. And if you're inclined to write such things, hard science tells us that there very may be real portals, if not on Earth, then in our universe in the form of wormholes. Now, I know in the past, black holes were thought to just suck all the energy out of existence. Um, but now theories go that these black holes are actually these wormholes. Is that correct? Uh, no, they're actually two separate entities. Really? Yes. I had assumed they were the same. No. Basically, the black holes are scientists that believe that uh, the black holes are just kind of sucking the universe into nothing. While wormholes are basically something that you can go from taking one and traveling to another type of situation. Hmm. So in 1916, inspired by Albert Einstein's theory of general relativity, an Australian physicist by the name of Austrian, not Australian. I said Austrian. Oh, I'm sorry. I heard Australian. He's actually Austrian. Ludwig Flamm was the first to conceptualize the idea of portals that link our universe to others. Later, in 1935, Einstein and his colleague Nathaniel Rosen theorized that there might be bridges that connect different points of space and time, perhaps linking up the two black holes these bridges are commonly known today as the Einstein-Rosen bridges or wormholes. That's the difference between a black hole and a wormhole. Okay. Even if we could find a wormhole, it would probably be very difficult to travel through as it is believed that wormholes are microscopic in size and collapse very quickly. Theoretically, if we were able to stabilize them, Wormholes could be teleportation devices and time machines, kind of like the portals that some people think of have always existed as in Stonehenge. Interesting. 2012, physicist Jack Schroeder of the University of Iowa discovered some evidence of more accessible portals. He identified them with what he calls as X points, which are regions of electron diffusion, which formed by interactional between the Earth and Sun's magnetosphere, sphere, marking the opening and closing of portals through time and space. X-points are places where the magnetic fields of Earth connects to the magnetic field of the Sun, creating 
uninterrupted path leading from our own planet to the sun's atmosphere, which is 93 million miles away. Schroeder's work led to the Magnetospheric Multiscale Mission, which maps how planets' magnetic fields transfer energy, as well as observations by NASA's Themis spacecraft and other probes. Together, this research suggests that the X-point portals open and close dozen times a day. As of now, only electrons seem to be able to travel through them. But even the moment of minuscule electrons can create geomagnetic storms and polar auras. Now, interesting to note, discussing that, deep in the hills of Switzerland, we have CERN, which is a cutting-edge research facility that is home to a particle accelerator called a large hadron collider that may be capable of interacting with dark matter, which could possibly be from a parallel universe or multi-universes of sorts. In fact, CERN has already uh, identified a particle known as the Higgins boson that could potentially lead to discovery of dark matter. Now, dark matter, it's a better way of saying antimatter. But then of course, some people say that dark matter and antimatter are two different things. I mean, the leader of the study and the man responsible for uh, finding the particle is Lang Tao Wang. Lian Tao Wang. Lian Tao Wang? Yes, Lian Tao Wang. All right. He knows, sure, there's a dark world and there's more energy in it than there is in ours. He's added that particles in the collider catches could be coupled to the Higgins boson in some fashion, making Higgs boson a portal to the dark world. I know in Big Bang Theory, they mention the Higgs boson quite a few times on there. Mm -hmm. Now, let's take a look at some of the earthly gateways. Uh, We've got the top 10 right here. Thanks to our wonderful, beautiful, and talented researcher, Shauna, who uh, has brought this up here. So let's take a look at the ones here on Earth, rumored to be portals to the other world. Now, the Gates of the Gods is the first one that we're going to discuss. And in 1996, Jose Luis Delgado, my, I'm sorry, Mamani, who was a tour guide. Jose Luis Delgado Mamani? Yes, he was a tour guide and he stumbled upon a site which is known as the Gates of the Gods. This is located in Hayu, Marca in Peru, and is believed to be established by native tribes. It is said that it once was used as a gateway to meet the gods. The tale tells us that when Spanish investigators arrived in Peru in the 16th century, they plundered Inca riches as they went along, and an Incan priest named Amaru Maru disguised himself and left his temple with a valuable golden disc. This disc was known as the key of the gods of the seven rays. And modern investigators did find a small indention shape like a disc inside the rock. Number two, the Abushire pyramids of Egypt. is said to be located in a small portion of the extensive pyramid field. Certain archeologists 
suggests that it has been the oldest site on planet Earth. Within Abu Ghraib lies an ancient platform made of alabaster. It is believed to be opens a person's senses and enables to communicate with the higher and sacred energies of the universe. Coming in at number three, we have Padmanabhaswami Temple. And this is located in Thiruvananthapuram, the state capital of Kerala. And it is believed that it contains six chambers out of which one has not unopened yet. The gate does not have any locks or bolts. Nobody knows what lies beyond it. That looks actually pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to post pictures of these so-called temples slash portals slash structures, whatever you want to believe they are, because they are just amazing the way they are built and the way they look. Definitely. We also have the underwater Stonehenge. Professor Mark Holloway and his colleague, Brian Abbott, stumbled across a storm formation at the bottom of Lake Michigan. The marine explorers and archaeologists discovered a stone-like construction 40 feet below the surface. The underwater Stonehenge is believed to be a gateway that leads to some other world. Or just a really cool archaeological decision that the algae and mold and bacteria underneath that wonderful uh, Lake Michigan may have just formed on an old ship or something. But it looks cool. Mm-hmm. And number five, one of the most famous portals known. I don't know if it's actually a portal. Some people think it was just a religious place. Or a timepiece. Number five, as you said, people have considered it either a place of worship, a portal, a timepiece, a way to connect with aliens, you name it, it's been known to be many of these things, but it is the Stonehenge. practices. Yes. This is the Stonehenge of England. And it is also one of the most mysterious structures on the planet Earth, one of the seven wonders of the world, if I'm correct. And nobody really knows why it exists in the first place, as I have mentioned. Many historians suggest that the famous arrangement was constructed approximately 5,000 years ago, and it's believed to be either a stargate or a portal. Or druidic ceremony or timepiece. We're not even sure. Yes. Adding it to the list because it does have a theory of it being a portal. Yes. And it's sitting at the convergence of 16 magic ley lines. Magnetic, not magic. I'm sorry. Well, some people say that it is magical. I mean... It could be, but it has helped cement the idea that this could be a portal. Interesting to note, the stones are actually not of English origin. They're not native to England. No, they are actually native to Wales. So some people think that this leads to the fact of it being built by aliens, because how did they get the stones from Wales to England? They did look at dinosaurs. (laughs) No, this was after the dinosaurs. I do believe the Druids. Are you sure about that? Well, if it was built approximately 5,000 years ago and dinosaurs existed billions of years ago, how could the dinosaurs help? 
I just think that the druids created. Okay, then it was the dragon. <laughs> I think that the druids created a pulley system, which allowed them to pull the stones from where they wanted it to where they decided to place it. Right, exactly. Well, enough of the speculation. Let's go ahead and look at the Sedona Vortex. According to certain theories and local legends, tunnels, gateways, and directing to other worlds ex exist all over our number six, the Sedona Vortexes. It's believed that multiple star people have also visited through this site through one of the portals. The main doorway has been a massive archway of red rock atop the mountain. Some have claimed to see blue lights from it, and there are numerous reports of peculiar sounds like muted bells surrounding the rocks. And I believe that's in Sedona, Arizona. Yes. There's also a lot of healing energy in the air in Sedona. A lot of people go there to check out these portals as well as to receive healing. So that's probably what Bogart was actually implying to instead of coming to Casablanca. He was actually wanting to go to Sedora for the water. You mean Sedona. Sedona for the water, you know, instead of Casablanca. Yes but he took that left at Albuquerque. <laughs> right. That makes a lot of sense. And, you know, actually, when you get to Albuquerque to get to the main city, you do have to take a left. Just a little FYI. I found that very interesting as we took a, a trip there a few years back, and we did have to take a left for Albuquerque. Yep. <laughs> okay. Next, we talk about the ancient... Sumerian Stargate, the Euphrates River. Euphrates River. Euphrates River. Right. And this is a well-known Sumerian seal that exhibits a Sumerian god emerging from the gateway of his world into ours. Moreover, there are shimmering columns of water on each side of God. Another Sumerian artifact called Nintura shows evidence of stargates. Historians have noticed that Nintura appears to be wearing a modern day wristwatch. And if you notice right there in the center, it looks like he's wearing, uh, it might be a uh, wristwatch or it might be just a bracelet. Yeah, I think it's just a, a bracelet with some kind of stoning on it. Dialect bracelet. Yeah. At number eight, the Great Pyramid of Giza. Quite a lot of people believe it was made for some other purpose. It's not just a tomb of Khufu, but something bigger than that. It's actually positioned and perfectly cut and formed. Multiple theories surrounding it. Some suggest it's a gateway. Some suggest it's a portal. Some people suggest that it's a uh, electrical current type thing, or maybe even a water heating system. I don't kid you not. I wonder who's actually buried at the Pyramid of Giza. I don't know whether Khufu is buried in the Great Pyramid of Giza. No, I'm saying I wonder who is. Maybe Khufu. Oh. Now, this next one right here, I can actually tell you the, the correct pronunciation. It's Gopekle Tepe. Okay, and it is considered as the oldest rock temple in the world. The site highlights various rings of massive T-shaped stone columns, each engraved with a carving of an animal. However, two of the pillars sit in the center of the circles, almost making archways of sorts. 
The archways within these circles is believed to be remnants of stargates, and it is believed that ancient residents of the region used to travel through said stargate. Interesting. That looks a lot like Stonehenge as well. Mm-hmm. And the number 10 of our top 12 is uh, Abydos, Egypt. Abydos is one of the oldest cities in ancient Egypt. Experts were utterly shocked when they discovered multiple hieroglyphs consisting of modern flying machines, such as helicopters, as well as uh, a submarine in the Temple of Seti. It is considered to be the gateway to the future. And that's interesting. If you look at it, some of the hieroglyphs do look like maybe a spacecraft or maybe some kind of ship. I don't know if it would be a ship on water or an airship. Um, but that is it's very interesting that it has those glyphs on there. What are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. One of them looks like a helicopter. One of them looks like a jet. One of them looks like a uh, one of those uh, very expensive yachts that you're seeing these days, you know, the 40, 50 foot yacht that almost the size of a, of a ship. Interesting. Now, how did they know of these images to draw them back in ancient Egypt before they existed? Uh, I think we all know about the human imagination. So either A, they saw such a thing, or B, it's like, hey, man, let's make a little ship there. Yeah. With, hey, wait, let's put a bird, but instead of the wings spinning it, let's put it on top of its head, man. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Now we have Ram, Ranmasu Uyana Stargate, which is widely believed to be an engraved star map. uh, I'm sorry, a star map or star chart on one of the walls. And the symbols etched on this rock are said to be a special code or message that opens the stargate or portal. It's said that it allows the opener to travel from this world to the rest of the universe. It kind of looks like, I don't know, almost like a doorway, the way that it's, it's drawn. What are your thoughts? Well, the first thought that's come to my mind is I'm thinking of the Beatles song Across the Universe. Mm, I can see that. Yeah. And coming in at number 12 is the Gate of the Sun, located in Tia Huanaco, Bolivia. And it is said to be, it is believed to be the portal to the land of gods. The city is said to be one of the most significant sites in ancient America, I'm sorry, of ancient America, with legends declaring that the sun god himself appeared and made it a place of creation. This is supposedly the place he chose to start the human race. So you can't say Tiwanaku, Bolivia. Tiwanaku, Bolivia? <laughs> okay. Yes, and that does kind of look like a, almost like a doorway. I will mm-hmm. definitely share these images in our gallery on our website if our listeners want to check those out. Um, so what are your thoughts on portals? What's interesting, though, is portals aren't also, I mean, yes, they believe that they are supposed to lead into 
outer space and to travel dimensions. Um, but then there's also what we haven't touched on yet is the spiritual portals between our world and the veil. Well, then that's also what the ancient uh, people were uh, actually insinuating that the portals themselves were the gateway to the gods or the afterlife. So it was with understanding what you're thinking is that you go into a temple, a synagogue, a uh, don't know the word for Muslim temple, but basically mosque, mosque, you are going into a room portal veil to commune with God. So you're actually in ancient times, they believed that God's presence was inside the temple and you went there to commune with him, crossing across the portal or the doorway uh, into there. Yes. There is also other places uh, that have been known to, like a lot of haunted places, they say have portals in them that open up the veil between our world and the, and the other world that allows spirits to, to travel through. And I know we had touched on that last week with our talk on with Jason, I'm sorry, two weeks ago with Jason, with the Queen Mary, that supposedly there's one of these portals there that allows the spirits to come and go as they please. Um, and I know they say that you can open up these portals by communicating with the dead, whether you're using a Ouija board, a seance, uh, spells different there are different ways that you can open and close these portals it is believed um what are your thoughts on those i i believe that you can or open portals using spells seances uh the ouija board which i highly did, uh, do not recommend uh because one yes it's a child's game but two some people abuse the author uh the authority using a, a the little planchard uh, device to, I mean, they're playing, uh, to them, they're playing. Right. And that, I think that's the problem with the Ouija board and the whole Parker brother saying, um, I used to not believe in Ouija boards because of that. I'm like, how could Parker brothers create this game that's so evil? If it was so bad, how is it that it's existed for this long um, until I had an experience where, something really happened and what i've learned from that is you have to you have to do these things with respect whether you're using a mirror to connect you're using a ouija board you're using a seance um there are certain things that you have to do to protect yourself to protect your your um your surroundings and then you have to know how to close this door once you're done with what you're with once you're done with your communicating because a portal that is left open can definitely bring in things that you don't want such as demons and evil spirits or just a place for things to come and go as they please which i mean you wouldn't leave your house unlocked when you go to bed or when you leave so just like that you need to close up these things when you're done using them as well. Definitely, definitely, definitely. What are some other haunted portals across? We, I know we've talked, we've touched on the intergalactic portals, but where are some other places 
that may have haunted portals that our listeners may be interested in knowing about. Winchester. That's just true. Um, it is thought that the um, the Winchester does have portals inside of it. Madam uh, Winchester made sure that there were doors leading around the place, several rooms, uh, several doors that led to nothing. One door led to going right out. Yes. And when I mean let out, I mean, it was one uh, small step and you hit the ground. Mm-hmm. This is true. Any other thoughts that you have on portals for this week? Well, just that they can be open, they can be closed. We've got things that uh, go on that uh, we don't know. We won't find out until we grow. <laughs> this is true. As we're drawing on to a close, we would like you to uh, go ahead and check out our Facebook page as well as our website, skepticpsychic.com, where we, you know, we do, we're going to post these pictures as well as the links uh, to the show. Uh, we also uh, are on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, and wherever you uh, decide you want to get, we're probably there. Yes. We do ask for uh, for you to rate and comment us. We beg, plead, such a sweet thing to give us five stars. I know that you're like, five stars, come on, you guys suck. But we want more people to see a better view of us. Yes, five stars and a review um, does help us go up in the ranks. So if people are looking for paranormal podcasts, they can find us. But we will take any review. Uh, we do learn from the good reviews and the bad. So we do ask that you leave a review when you rate us. And if you are on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe, share with your friends, uh, hit the notification bell. So you, you know, when we have new episodes up, join us in our Facebook group. If you want to discuss portals further with us or any other topic, um, we do have a great community on Facebook in Skeptic Psychic, name of the group as well. So we invite y'all to join us over there to discuss this more. Uh, all we ask of you is be kind to one another, peace and love and party on dudes. Yes. Party on. Oh, party on, uh, Kim. Party on, Rick. <laughs> All right. If you do have anything that you would like us to discuss on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest, you can always email us at info at Skeptic Psychic. And anything else you want to add this week? Uh, that uh, we love you. And always want to make sure that, you know, we are interested in uh, you as, uh, as a person. Yes, and we ask that everybody has a great week and pleasant dreams. And pleasant nightmares. Good night, everybody. Or I should say good afternoon, everybody, because it's not necessarily nighttime yet. Good night, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the case may be. As, <laughs> as said by the great inner mortal. Take care, everybody. Good night. Good day. Goodbye.